This is the Well-Tempered Wireless on 90.9 FM. And joining me now, live in the studio and fresh back from must have seemed like forever, Randy, in Asia, uh, Randy Hawes, the bass trombonist with the Detroit Symphony Orchestra, triumphant after a, a spectacular tour of Japan and China. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, we got we got back about 24 hours ago, and uh, I think uh, the orchestra survived pretty well. Not not the whole orchestra is back. A few uh, decided to remain in Asia and uh, go visit families in China and uh, Korea. The uh, the tour was two weeks, eleven concerts. Is that right? Starting in Japan, it was it was a whole bunch of stuff. Twenty uh, days. I don't, you know, and I don't know how many of our listeners are on Facebook and had a chance to see some of the pictures. But one of the pictures that gives you an idea, uh, just a, a hint of what's involved, was a picture of the uh, of the cube over there at uh, at the Max Fisher Center, loaded with crates for for this thing. Uh, how many musicians altogether went along? I think there were um, there were about one hundred musicians, um, but in the total touring company, there were probably hundred. 111, 115 people, I think. Um, and and all of these folks have to have accommodations, and you've got your luggage, you've got your instruments, you've got your, your concert attire. Um, uh, it's a stunning logistical thing because it's not like you're just moving into a, a concert hall for a couple of weeks. You were, you were all over the place. It was a massive... Uh, undertaking, and I give credit to our stage crew um, because, <clears throat> above all, they worked the hardest. They got there early. They stayed late, unloading and loading trucks, uh, dealing with some language issues, dealing with some <laughs> labor issues, um, and always dealing with the high temperatures and high humidity. That's right. It was it was scorching over there, huh? Unbelievable. Yeah, I think you know heat and heat. I think the highest the heat index got was like 120. But uh, I think like for 18 of the days, uh, it was over 100. What does that do to the instruments? Well, I play the trombone, so it it doesn't do anything to mine. Smart choice. (laughs) Um, And... And uh, but the uh, I think the the rules say that uh, all the instruments have to be uh, transported in some kind of controlled environment. So the and in a lot of the cases, the the big, you know, uh, road cases are insulated too. So they're not really affected that much. Didn't seem to be an issue. Um, you are, I should mention, a veteran of the orchestra. I mean, many of our listeners would know that. But you were on uh, several tours in the past, but it's been a while since you've had a chance to get out of town. Yeah, it's been about 15, what, 15 18 years, I think, since the orchestra's done an interna- international tour. Uh, some of the scuttlebutt I got while you guys were over there was that it was going well, that everybody was getting along, <laughs> which is which is a good thing, uh, and that the orchestra was sounding... Better than ever, yes? I agree, yeah. I think, that you know, there's, in an orchestra, there's nothing like a tour that um, creates a bond, you know, musically and, and socially 
uh, you're traveling on these hot, sweaty buses and uh, no air conditioning or a bus is late or a flight is late and you're all in the, all in the soup together. Um, and we had, a, we had a good number of subs in, on the tour and it was really great how they really came up to bat and, and, uh, and, and I think the whole orchestra kind of gelled musically and each concert got better. One thing that was interesting about this tour that may not have been true about uh, some of your previous tours is you had a lot of new musicians in the orchestra. I imagine for some it was their first tour. Many of them, With yes. a major orchestra. Yes. So the combination of veterans and uh, newbies, shall we say, was, was kind of interesting. How did that affect uh, the performance and the music? Um. I think it, it took a while for the for the for the young people to you know adjust to the touring life, the touring schedule. I mean, you have to be you have to be relaxed and kind of accept things how they are. You can't um, you can't complain about things, um, and you just have to. If you have thirty minutes to warm up, you take thirty minutes, you warm up, and then you go out and do it like a professional. Well, my guest is Randy Hawes, a professional with the Detroit Symphony Orchestra and uh, one of the country's experts uh, and one of our best bass trombone players uh, in North America, for sure. Uh, So on this tour, there had to have been uh, a reaction from the audience to the number of Asian players that are that are in the orchestra, a number of the, the musicians were in effect going home. Yeah, to we Sha- Shanghai and some of the other locations. Yeah, it was really um, really felt it when we were in China, uh, because we in the DSO we have no Japanese um, permanent members. We had a couple of Japanese subs, but when we got to China, I think you know I could really feel. Um, they were very happy to be home, and and all of a sudden they became the superstars. Um, everyone wanted to go out to dinner with one of the Chinese musicians, <laughs> so they so they could order. Oh yeah! And then the last concert was terrific because Leonard had um, all the Chinese musicians stand up, and and I think there were at least six of them from Shanghai where the last concert was. So it was really terrific. It was really nice to see them uh, in the limelight. The the programs I thought were were interesting. And in, in Japan, there were uh, a couple of all American programs, and the the Tchaikovsky Fourth, one of your favorites in China. Um, what were uh, what were some of the pieces and performances that the audiences really went for? Well, in Japan, uh, Makoto Ozone was the soloist for Rhapsody in Blue. And, of course, he did his own interpretation of it, which is, you know, he definitely added a lot more jazz, a lot more uh, alternative chords, <clears throat> and uh, opened up some sections with some great improvisation. And uh, the Japanese, they know him. and he, He's a big star over oh, there. He's, he's big over here, too, among yeah. jazz lovers, for yeah. sure. So that was really terrific. It was really fun to work with him. He's such a nice guy. And then for each performance, he added his own encore. Um, a couple original tunes he played, and then he played one tune. I can't remember what it was. 
and uh, Leonard Slacken j- sat down at the piano and joined him, and they traded they traded choruses. The same piano, the same piano, four hands, four hands. Wow, I wish you could have seen that. <laughs> yeah, it was it was great, and um, um, the the cellist name um escapes me right now. Oh, uh, t- um, Trey Trey Lee. Trey Lee. He played this beautiful cello concerto. Um, it was kind of co- comprised of a lot of folk melodies, um, almost like film music. Really beautiful. And I think the audience loved that. And then for an encore, uh, he and Wei Yu, our principal cellist, played an encore together, a duet. And that went over really well. It was really fun to watch that in, in um, action. Was I'm going to forget? I think it was in Japan. One of the in Osaka was it the their their baseball team is the Tigers. Oh, that's right, right. Yeah, so we played. Yeah, we played the theme for the um, Osaka Tigers. Uh, Osaka. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, they they knew they knew immediately what the song was, and we did our best. Uh, playing, oh, I'm sure it their sounded great. <laughs> Any other interesting encores? Any spontaneous uh, moments like that that stand out? Uh, well, for our encores in China, we played a, a beautiful um, Leroy Anderson piece I hadn't known before, First Day of Spring. And then we followed that with a, a, a Felix Slacken tune called Carmen's Hoedown. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> Leonard's dad. Yeah, Leonard's dad. So you know, it's it was great. It was fun, fun playing that. Everyone got to loosen up a little bit and do some hee haws, and <laughs> and the, I think the audience really appreciated that. You know, seeing American orchestra kind of do the the American thing and uh, have fun on stage. Well, let me let me ask you this about it. when there's a score like that, where the orchestra needs to say hee haw or yeehaw or whatever, who gets to do that i mean do, is there are there volunteers sought or does everybody do it or oh i want to do that or I... um i think it's a spontaneous thing and and sometimes it's surprising who steps up and you know sometimes the quietest guys back in the brass section will just let loose <laughs> i'm not the, i'm not gonna name names though uh-huh oh come on <laughs> the quietest guys huh um What's the impact now that you're all back on the orchestra having shared that experience? I mean, how will uh, the 2017-2018 the season be affected by this, uh, these few weeks? I think, I think when an orchestra goes on tour, uh, it, it raises the music-making quotient a little bit. And um, you have that kind of bond that goes beyond, you know, conductor-orchestra relationship. You know, you have all these experiences of going out to dinner or going for hikes or, you know, just sitting down having a beer with, with someone in the orchestra you don't know that well. So you're, you're getting to know everybody, and it, it's just the whole um, interaction is improving. And our appreciation of... You know what it takes to do a tour like this—the the, the hard work of the of the crew, um, and the administrative um, people that that put the tour together. 
you know, who are, are, are making sure that we're all there and no one misses a flight. And, and all, all the sponsors, too. I mean, it's amazing, you know, because we all took, uh, I'm, I'm holding up my Shinola watch now. <laughs> yeah. um, we, are, we are proud to be representatives of, of Detroit, you know, with our Shinola watches and, you know, and, um, you know, uh, being sponsored by Ford. And I'm just looking, um, Ford and Little Caesars gave us pizza. Uh, what city was it? Um, In Overseas, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they sent some pizza kits over there, and they gave us pizza between rehearsal and concert. So that was a nice touch of home. And then uh, you know all the all the automotive people that we met in Shanghai. It was really terrific. Really, some some nice, uh, nice reactions from Americans and Chinese and Jap- Japanese. How many autographs did you sign? Not that many. Not that many. Yeah, but I mean, if it was one, how many times you get asked for your autograph here in Detroit? <laughs> not very, not no, hardly ever. <laughs> so that had to be quite a kick. Oh yeah, and in Japan, I know a lot of a lot of trombonists there, so um, many of them came to concerts, and I did a little teaching while I was there, and uh, that's always interesting. Um, you know, often with an interpreter. My guest is Randy Hawes. He's uh, principal bass trombone with the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. He's also a very highly respected artist across the country. Uh, and just back, I, I want to thank you for taking the time to come down on a on a day when, uh, I mean, it was just yesterday. You were halfway around the world. Uh, and we decided, what is it? So it's like one thirty-five in the morning where you were yesterday. But you're, you seem to be uh, holding up pretty well. I got some Great Lakes coffee. I'm caffeinated. And uh, I'd, I'd also like to give credit to uh, Leonard Slacken. You know, he did a really great job, you know, just representing Detroit and, and leading the orchestra in a real positive way. Were people surprised? Did you find audiences that were surprised for the, to hear a Detroit orchestra sound this good? I, I think so. Um, I heard through the grapevine a couple of the... Um, Chinese members uh, talk to family members who know other people in the grapevine that uh, were very, very impressed with our orchestra. Because a lot of orchestras do kind of the same concertizing route through these countries and venues. And I think they were, they were pleasantly surprised. And I think it's a, a real, uh, it just reinforces the idea that how important uh, orchestras and touring is. You know, getting the name of the city out there, getting the name of the orchestra, and for reputation and, you know, attracting and retaining people and, you know, working for the orchestra and and in the orchestra. One other thing before we let you go is uh, that I read this in a review of another orchestra that was going on tour, um, lamenting the fact that orchestras, American orchestras going on tour have a tendency to play the the core repertoire, the, the the Beethoven, the Tchaikovsky, you know, the old war horses, which are very popular and, and great pieces of music. Uh, but one of the wonderful things about this tour is that you had a, a great deal of American music uh, on the program. 
Yeah, yeah for, us, for us to do the Copeland in Japan, I think, was pretty unusual. It's probably never played there by American orchestras. And it's such a powerful piece. You know, it contains the fanfare for the common man. And um, and we uh, we have, actually, the DSO has two recordings, one with Naomi Yarvey and one with Leonard Slacken. And they're both terrific. So I think I think that that really opened up their ears. And every concert we play the Overture to Candide, and then the Gershwin, and also um, a piece by Cindy McTee, Leonard's wife. I heard that piece at your uh, your farewell concert. Your your just before you went on tour, it was a great piece, uh, very listenable and yeah, fun to play. And 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 I think it got it, it definitely. Uh, it's a great piece, and it, it got tighter as, as the tour went along. Yeah. Well, that's the idea, I guess. Randy Hawes, we're, we're so proud, so very, very proud. Oh, thanks for your support, Chris. No, it's, uh, it's my pleasure. And, and the, uh, uh, the Copeland, full of great trombone parts, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Love to play that piece. Randy Hawes, fresh back from triumphant tour of Asia. Welcome home. Thank you.